Yeah, and if you want to see a, if you want to see a, uh, a, a multi-array uh, an antenna for nanometer wave uh, radio signals, then you just need to look in the mirror. Oh, what eyes? Eyes. What's a, what's an eye? It's a receiver for radiation in the nanometer wave. <laughs> giving me the creeps. Is it? Wow. Because we are seeing colors. Because we're it's receiving light. That's what light yeah. is. It's a ah. radio radio wave in the millimeter in the nanometer range. Ah. Hi, Paul. Nice to see you. Hello, Janina. Hi. So last week was first time, first episode after the vacation. Yes. So how did it go? Uh, it went quite well. It was great to have Daryl on, and uh, I mean, it's uh, the, great the, to see the, the influential non-influence. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that sparked a little bit of a, uh, a discussion. We a like discussion. discussion. Yes. Uh, perhaps, uh, but I still think that he is an influencer. That's my personal thought because he's influencing. He's saying things that yeah, yeah but, uh, but Ericsson think, is listening to yeah, and but, but to it's other like, companies. Like this uh, words, there's like a everyday meaning for a word, and then you in certain branches and things you get specialist meanings for words. So I think and I like think uh, influencer now has a really like a bad rep. It's got a bad Ooh, reputation. I don't know, yeah. but uh, I mean, it's, there's social media influences. That's that's a kind of different thing. Again, yeah. it's like professional person that's going out to influence people. Exactly. Mm. That's a bit like a lobbyist, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, hmm. But uh, I just uh, I I I've, I mean, he didn't want to say that he was an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> so just leave it at that. He's not an influencer. Is an industry analyst, or in the industry analysts, and an all-round good bloke. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that was uh, pretty fun. We don't have a guest on this week because we have a lot of five G news to catch up on, right, Paul? We do. And we want to um, keep this I've, a little bit I'm shorter. So. Uh, and I, and I keep thinking we were away for a long time. There must be more news from the summer we haven't covered yet. But the sure. uh, news keeps rolling on. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, this is basically from last, like this last week. These this last things week that was we had, yeah. also. And uh, and I think there are two topics that we're going to talk about. We're going to mm. talk about devices, and I think mm. there we actually mean a little bit chipsets, but uh, but maybe also a little bit about about uh, phones and handsets and other stuff. Cool. Uh, in uh, in the wake of the Apple event. <laughs> Uh, well, that and, uh, and another <laughs> yeah. event we'll come on to in, in Ooh, a moment. Okay, okay cool. So, <coughs> the, the innards of phones is one of the topics. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then we're going to go back to one of our favourites. Mm -hmm. um, we've had a long break, so we thought we'd, uh, we could uh, start back and talk again about Spectrum. Because <gasps> it's uh, yes. such, a, such a fun topic. Yes, we need, but, I think uh, we need to are do we a little start bit with of the, a... Uh, start, with the, start with devices. We can do that. But will, yeah, for the for the spectrum though, I think you need to do a little bit of a recap. So yeah, we will. Yeah, mm? well, we'll we'll go back to basics. Yes. Okay. Let's start off. So the big Apple uh, event of the year happened this week. They launched uh, new phones. Mm -hmm. No five G phones from Apple yet. No five G phones from Apple yet. Yeah, That's and uh, the discussion was, uh, oh, will that have big consequences for Apple? Yeah, and uh, and I also heard that. Um, 
uh, discussion around uh, what the people in China think about the fact that there's going to be no no Apple 5G phone. Uh, China, of course, we're, we we talked about last week, and we're expecting that to go live, you know, from uh, towards the end of end of this year, uh, and uh, you know, when uh, Chinese consumers get to put their money down for their 5G handset, you know, I, Apple's not going to be amongst the choices. Mm. Um, but uh, clearly, you know, that, that, that I think if you look at 4G, maybe even 3G, they weren't necessarily the first people out the door with with uh, handsets on the new technology. No, they are quite they have slow a different, every they time, have a, yeah. They have a different strategy. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yes. And oh, tell oh, us tell oh, us a little bit about that strategy. What do you think about it? It's like, uh, is it clever? Well, I think that, uh, you know, a- Apple have a brand reputation for, for being... Uh, top of the end, top of the end devices, uh, a very good set of functionality. There's much more focus on what the software does than maybe what the what the 5G, uh, you know, what the network functionality does. Yes, for sure. Um, and uh, you know, from a quality brand perspective, you know, if you're going to hop into something and you're not sure about what the consumer experience is going to be, maybe that's uh, you know, maybe it's something you want to be sure about. But the and speeds, then, Paul. But the, the speeds. speeds. Yeah, but uh, you can you can get a good experience on 4G, uh, and uh, you know the the number of uh, the number of handsets being sold in 5G at the moment, although it's rising very quickly, is still fairly small. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Samsung has sold about two million handsets so far for 5G. I saw a number somewhere. Uh, expecting maybe four million by the end of this year. Uh, now, in, in contrast, you know there are billions sold every year, total. Mm. Um, well, so, th- so they have that. So they have that strategy. But, but I think it it uh, brings us nicely into one of the uh, when it comes to strategy, it brings us nicely into one of the uh, the other aspects that we were going to talk about. Yeah, but uh, I was just going to talk, talk you, let you talk a little bit first about how come 4G can be faster than 5G at the moment. Ah, come on. You can explain that. Well, I think that very much depends on where you are. Yes. Um, but but it also very much depends on what's been implemented for, for 4G. 4G is capable of probably up to up to two gigabits. There's certain, there are certainly networks which are delivering over over a gigabit, a gigabit 1.2 or 1.6 gigabits, uh, if you've got the right device. Uh, and you're doing that. This comes back to spectrum. You're doing that by using multiple spectrum bands. Um, and on 4G. Mm-hmm. On 4G. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're connected to those bands on on, on a set of antennas from from the base stations. Uh, if I'm on 5G, then I'm using maybe some of the same bands, maybe some different bands. But then it comes down to how much spectrum is is in the 5G domain and how much is on the 4G domain. 5G should have more spectrum, but the 5G bands, as we're going to talk about, mid band and high band on 5G, um, generally travel less well than uh, the lower bands that are t- t- and the mid bands that are used on 4G. Yeah, so Wh- I which mean means from a, if you're further away from the antenna site, then you'll get a weaker signal from 4 5G than you would from 4G. Yeah, so you need to be in, close in this, in this build-out phase until yeah. until they get that kind of coverage yeah, to, to get properly sorted. You have to be close to the right location, as it's a little bit blotchy possibly at the moment. The, but also, you mentioned well, you can't be too close. <laughs> To the antennas, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the you know the, the best place to get you know to get coverage or to get signal from uh, from an antenna is in line of sight across from the antenna. Mm. If you stand underneath the antenna, then uh, you know if, if you stand at the bottom of the mast, then the, the radio mast isn't really designed to to push lots of energy no. down at the ground because normally there's not a lot of people standing there. Yeah, they under want, an they antenna want to, to transmit <laughs> signal out. So. Um, so it's more about where you face the antenna, the area, and what kind of antenna it is to get the best signal. But we are in a, a, you know, a build-out phase at the moment. Exactly, so, that was what so I was going to conclude. And both in terms of, because the, the 5G products are fairly new, the 5G software is fairly new, so I think there's also a lot of work being done with people like Ericsson and, and our peers to optimise how... Uh, the system is working mm. in terms of 4G and 5G. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know maybe you maybe get 4G when you might want 5G, but maybe just where you are, 4G would be the better better bet. But that's we'll we'll see that developing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, 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 then, and, and, and then I think if you um, if you look if you look globally, uh, it varies quite a bit depending where you are as well. So so in the US. Um, where they're using millimeter wave, you know, mm-hmm. the base stations have quite small coverage areas, but they give much higher speeds. So in the US, you know, if you're connected to a base station, you get getting, uh, you know, over a gigabit per second. If you're on a if you're on a mid band, then maybe you're getting a few hundred megabits per second. For sure, and we'll talk about more about those things in our spectrum segment later in this episode. Yes, but but I was just going to say, I mean. What this basically is, is that, okay, on 4G, you can get pretty nice speeds on 4G, but that will basically like, oh, this is the top speed. <laughs> on 5G, you will be able to expect more Five, in a, yeah, sure, I mean, in a, in a very soon to come future. Even though it is a little, possibly a little bit blotchy at the moment, this is where the energy is put and it will become better and better. Right, some positive outcome there on, yeah. on that discussion. I, I love your I love your optimistic tone, <laughs> yes. but but uh, but but as that brings me back to what I was going to say mm-hmm. uh, when we're talking about Apple and, and devices, uh, and that's what uh, there's uh, the we've just seen this uh, big trade show in Germany, the IFA. Ah yes, which uh, we've. Uh, Hello, Mr. IFA. We struggled to find out what IFA stands for. <laughs> we searched your website from top to bottom, and it's not there. Uh, but it's a—it's one it's of the world's name. biggest c- consumer device shows. So lots being talked there about. And about it was in Berlin this or last week. Was it this um, week? I, I've seen the news, so I guess it was last week. But um, mm-hmm. it was very recently. It was very recently. We we just read the news. We're not. We weren't there, unfortunately. No. We are not uh, into consumer devices, Paul. Yeah, at least but Ericsson there are a new generation of there's a new generation of chipsets coming through at the moment, which will be in 5G devices around the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there are a lot of new things happening in 5G um, that af- that affect the performance of the devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so new generation, you know, new generation devices. They learned from the mistakes of the first round. They managed to make them smaller. They, they, they may, maybe managed to push down the power consumption. We'll yeah. talk a bit about and that. And just to stop you right there, the chipsets. I mean, we talk about chipset, but what we mean is, the I- if you've seen an inside of a phone ever, it's like a green thing usually. 
<laughs> that has a lot of small little devices on it. Those are chips. Yeah. And so, so there is to, some so, 5G chip in yeah. there. <laughs> I'm sorry. So if you're if you're familiar with things like uh, you know, <laughs> Intel processors in your in your computer, uh, no, then mm. you know, says, telephones yeah. use integrated circuits. Mm -hmm. <coughs> That's uh, that's pieces of uh, semiconductor material which have these days billions of trans transistor devices on them yeah. uh, to make logic circuits and and uh, analog amplifiers and things. That's what computers, tablets, phones, everything runs everything on, has on that integrated inside. circuits. Which these days, well, these days, since I can remember, <laughs> since, we've since called a them very long chips. time ago. Yes. Just so <coughs> everyone so chips with everything. is on our the same baseline yes everything on the same mm -hmm. page okay so a new generation of chips coming through um, every generation tends to improve the performance improve power consumption etc so so that's attractive for the device manufacturers but it also follows the developments in standards so we're seeing devices coming through soon which will support the new standalone version of 5G which we yes. talked about before no, we, won't get right. we can go into that in more detail maybe yeah. in another podcast for uh, sure but as also soon as we'll they're starting to be announced yeah but also that uh, you know that have guaranteed compatibility with things like spectrum sharing which we've also talked about before but we'll come back to um, but uh, at uh, IFA, Qualcomm, who's, uh, who's probably the biggest chip provider for, for 5G phones at the moment, uh, they've said they're going to come out with a new lower-cost uh, chipset for making uh, cheaper handsets. So mm. that's, that's more phones for the masses. For 5G? For 5G, mm. yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, and they've also, they also announced a device which, uh, which looked kind of interesting, talking about antenna arrays. So that's that's like integrated antenna sets, which you can use at millimeter wave. That's very very high frequencies um, for doing fixed wireless or fixed broadband for fixed Ooh. broadband, mm -hmm. um, which claim to be more efficient and get better range. So that you can have if a, if the server line of sight connection up to one point seven kilometers, mm. which which as I say by coincidence <laughs> yes. is just a bit over a mile. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of where the chipset industry is heading at the moment. Uh, and I think when, it, when, when you look at Apple and their strategy, maybe they're actually interested and focused on, well, let's not go with what's available right now. Let's actually look and go with some one of the chipset versions, which is a little bit more over the horizon. Yeah. Because it may be, uh, and, and the other thing with chipsets, of course, is uh, is uh, for any, or for, for handsets, for an operator to use a phone in their network, it needs to support the frequency bands, the spectrum, which they use in their network. Yes. Um, so, and, uh, it, and, you know, you want a phone that supports not just the, like, the right mix of 4G and 5G bands. So there's lots of things that play, come into play when it comes to availability of, of handsets and devices. Yeah, I think I will move this mic a little bit closer to you. You're still like so low and I'm like, even when I'm sitting like this far back, I'm like, this is normal. <coughs> <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> but you also, when you say really interesting things, you're like, 
six listen five listen closely <laughs> listeners <coughs> uh, and when we're talking about devices now how about some news about the foldable devices that you the heard foldable, <laughs> oh, that, that was a snippet um, the, uh, yeah the uh, EE in the UK yeah. look like they're going to get Samsung's uh, foldable phone that's nice news for 5G for 5G <laughs> yeah, foldable 5G phone. So that's uh, so that's, that's something to snap up oh if yes. you're over there. Yeah, but that, I guess that means that it's just a matter of time until it comes to other network uh, operators as well. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so foldable phones. Foldable in phones. Soon. New standards. Um, yeah, new standards, new chipsets. Mm. Mm. So lots happening on the device front. Mm. Uh, but let's talk about Spectrum. Yes. Let's go over to Spectrum. Let's, let's go back to basics. Um, so we, we keep talking about Spectrum, and, and, uh, and there's a good reason for that. Yeah, I mean, why is it so important? Yeah, I mean, if you think of, if, if you think of, um, if you think of Spectrum, it's, it, if, if you think about plumbing, if I want to deliver water to a house, yeah, then I put it down a pipe. Yeah. Um, and if I only have a small pipe, then I'm a bit limited to how much water I can push through that small pipe increase the pressure and get a faster flow but I'm still pretty limited in how much I can carry in the pipe if I, I add some more pipes or bigger pipes then the amount I can push through uh, the amount of water I can push through is a lot more yeah and that's what basically spectrum is about now the the spectrum is uh, is a word for the um, uh, parts of the of the radio band in, in particular, you, you can use the word also in, in terms of light. Yeah, you usually say frequency bands. Yeah, mm. frequency bands. Mm. Um, and, and I guess that uh, the, the, the expression comes from things like Newton's experiments with light, where you can take white light and split it into different colours. Mm. And you see that white, you know, that there's multiple, each, each colour is a different frequency or a different wavelength um, and you add them all together and you get a band you know band of frequencies uh-huh. that goes from uh, indigo down to red yeah or vice versa um, so that's you know that's the concept with spectrum except mm-hmm. we're not doing it at those very very high frequencies and very short wavelengths we're doing it at relatively low frequencies and and long wavelengths of a, of a millimeter or so mm-hmm. so um, Okay, the low bands, I mean, and we've talked before about f- comparison, for instance, with what you do on your FM radio, where you're, you're up around 100 megahertz, so that's 100 million cycles per second on the radio frequency, which is going whizzing up and down. Mm-hmm. 100 million. Uh, when we talk about uh, traditional 2G, 3G uh, s- systems, they started at 7 and 800 megahertz, and uh, 900 megahertz. Um, so that's maybe eight times as fast as your as your FM radio in terms of frequency. And then when we moved into 3G and 4G, we went to 1800 and uh, you know, to 2100 megahertz. So now maybe um, 20 times as fast as your as your FM radio. Do we call that mid bands then? Um, so two two megahertz, uh, 2100 is is kind of moving up towards towards mid-band. Towards mid-band, so we're still on low bands. So when we talk about 5G and mid-band, then we're normally talking about maybe from uh, 2600 megahertz, so 2.6 gigahertz, 
and up to maybe 3.8, 4.5 gigahertz. Okay. So that's the kind. That's normally what we talk about as mid-band when we talk about 5G. 5G. Okay. Um, uh, and the, so if you're talking 4.5 gigahertz, that's like 40 times faster than your FM radio. Uh, and then we go to uh, high band, which is so-called millimeter wave, um, uh, because that's around the, the you know the, the the wavelength is around a millimeter. Then we're talking like 26 to 39 gigahertz, and maybe in the future at higher frequencies, 60, 70 gigahertz. Um, so what's that? That's about 300 times as fast as your FM radio. Yes is the frequencies it's using um so you can see you know if you want if you want to talk in, uh, in in terms of the 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 higher the frequency the easier it is to create a big fat pipe yeah to put data through right and, and, and so yeah. at uh, for 4g the standard block of frequency is, is 20 megahertz and that gives you around about 150 megabits per second as a kind of peak rate and if you think how how much band size I've got then that's kind of where what I'm starting from in millimeter wave then you're using maybe 100 megahertz or 200 megahertz or 400 or 800 megahertz of, of spectrum in that band so maybe 40 up to 40 times as much spectrum so your, your pipe is 40 times bigger at that, at that millimeter wave than it is down in, in a 20 megahertz band for, for, for LTE mm-hmm. So bigger pipes, yeah. And uh, that's you know that's one of the things that lets 5G create faster data rates. Uh, and then 5G is actually designed. The the air interface is slightly different depending on it, it's designed to, to to use big chunks of spectrum. Um, if you wanted to scale LTE, LTE is set up to work in 20 megahertz bits. So if you had lot, if you had 800 megahertz to play with. Mm. You'd have to split it down into 20 megahertz chunks, and that becomes inefficient. So, mm-hmm. and so, 5G is more efficient to transmit data in higher spectrum bands. Yeah, and but not all uh, countries have uh, the high bands at the moment available because ah, that is yes, regulated. I was I was going right? to I was going to correct you there <laughs> because I think all countries have all of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thing is, the thing with frequency, frequency bands is that uh, pretty much all of them are assigned to be used by somebody for something. Ah, yes, of course. Um, of course. So uh, you know, so there's a process that goes on to uh, to free up bands and license them for doing other things. So a classic example was when we had analog TV, uh, and we you know the bands that were used for analog TV got to, got reassigned to use for other things when we stopped sending analog TV signals. Mm-hmm. But before an operator can launch a 5G system, they have to have a license from the government to use to use the spectrum bands. Yeah, and, and that's uh, where it comes to spectrum auctions. That's where it comes to spectrum auctions. Uh, there's a, there's an interesting process there. Uh, you know the, that there's an international process to harmonise which bands get used for different uses, like uh, mobile networks. So there's kind of harmonisation on which bands should we use for 5G. But at a national level, it's still down to the national government to decide which bands they want to use and when. Mm. And that's influenced by you know, the situation locally in terms of, you know, because, or because every country has a slightly different map of who's using what bands for what. You know, which, and then there are some things which need to be standardised internationally, like... Uh, if I've got a satellite that's flying over everywhere, 
uh, you know, it needs to be using a frequency band that, that isn't going to interfere with particular bands being used in particular countries. Yeah, so is that an example of what is b- using a high frequency band at the moment? Satellites? Um, yeah, satellites can mm-hmm. be using high frequency bands yeah. at the moment. What other um, one things? Well, one of the things, if you look at, um, one of the things is actually mobile networks, strangely enough. One of the things that's quite common in a mobile network is to get the signal from the base station so that you you, you send your data, your web surfing, uh, through your phone to the mobile, mobile, mobile base station. Uh, and that signal then needs to get to the internet. Um, and that's a, something that we've talked about before, transport, backhaul. It's your favorite topic. Yeah, um, and that uh, could be carried over a, an optical fiber mm. or you could carry it over a microwave link yeah and that and we saw was it uh, during july that we saw 100 gigabit per second on one uh, microwave link yes yes uh, but what we've what we've seen is as as mobile networks have gone up in frequency band then the microwave links which we've used have had to kind of stop using some bands because they want to use those for, for the mobile network, and they've actually moved up in frequency band. So mm-hmm. now when we're talking about mobile networks using 28 gigahertz or 39 gigahertz, the microwave links are now talking about using maybe 60 or 70 gigahertz. So they're one step ahead. Ah, 60 to... Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. And they talk a lot about E-bands. Is that E-bands? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's E-band. I only... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd, I just I'd uh, need to look it up. <laughs> okay, um, they have been they they've been talking about events for a while. Yes, uh, okay. and of course there's a there's an economic aspect as as well because um, uh, we talked about spectrum mm-hmm. and spectrum auctions to get a license to use spectrum. Um, the government's quite likely to pay for that, and yeah. uh, th- and they think uh, they get mes- m- m- best return for their their populations if they get well paid for that mm-hmm. although there's actually a balance there because the population if the population wants wants a 5g service they actually may would quite like that that uh, it's accessible for operators to to use spectrum and so it's also like a, an agreement that when you buy a certain amount of spectrum you also sign an agreement that yes we're going to do this with it and and it's we we're going to deliver this amount of network to this amount of people or something like that that's at the same time or yeah that's conjunction? i mean that's um, um, that's that that's common shall we say it's it's, it's common that there are i mean there are license conditions that, are, that for a license that you need to meet mm-hmm. uh, and one of those is quite commonly that you know the person that takes the license commits to providing a certain level of coverage to the population right um which which but that's entirely up to who's licensing the spectrum. So mm-hmm. that's something that governments choose. Yes, and we had some news on this topic. We out. did. That was the whole reason yeah. for this long ramble about <laughs> what's <laughs> happening about spectrum. <laughs> and that's also actually why I asked if it was the E-band, because here we are, C-band. C-band, yeah. So, so I, I mean, uh, and the, 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 the names for bands have been around for a long, long time. Uh-huh. Um, so, and uh, but uh, basically, uh, 
pe people have short names, so they don't need to say, well, let's we'll see what's happening in 3.7 to 4.2 gigahertz band. <laughs> <coughs> becomes a little more simplified, people. yeah. Mm. So C band and E band. Now, C band here is um, um, you know, in what we call mid band. Uh, and the news you're referring to is that the, the FCC now have announced that they were going to go out to auction for uh, spectrum in the in the uh, in the C band. That's I would say is good news for the US. Um, the, the, we have an operators like Sprint have I think 2.6 gigahertz at the moment, uh, and they're quite well placed for being able to provide you know, good good coverage. Uh, Maybe not, maybe not the fast, fast uh, data rates that you get with millimeter wave. Good coverage, good data rates. Um, uh, but I think there's a need for you know, broader access to spectrum there in the midband. Um, if we look in other parts of the world, maybe the situation's reversed. They've got access to midband spectrum, but they haven't yet got access to uh, millimeter wave spectrum. Yeah, right. Um, but I think that that's something that when those spectrum bands come on, on stream, that will trigger, you know, a, a big increase in in uh, both coverage and capacity in mm. American networks. Cool. Yeah, so that's FCC, cool. we've talked about before, they are the American... Uh, Federal Communications Commission, Yes, so I they... Think. Yeah, they, um, they govern the... The, what frequencies are used for mobile networks in the US? Yeah, uh, they, they, I would call them maybe a regulator. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So yes. that was so that was the new news in spectrum and the new news in devices. Yes, and now we're completely out of time, so I have to probably cut a lot of these things off or out. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out, Janina. Uh, yes. And we didn't get any time to talk about Brexit. <sighs> Again, I'm sorry, Again. Paul. Yeah, but uh, thankfully this is not the voice of Brexit. It's the voice, <laughs> voice of wi wi which would be, uh, <laughs> which would take rather more time than we've got to, to discuss. I think <laughs> we'll and talk we'll afterwards. Be a little Paul. bit contentious, and, the, and it's probably better <laughs> yes. over a beer, um, <laughs> or a couple of beers. <laughs> but yes, it is probably. entertaining. <clears throat> so thanks, Paul. Thanks for listening, everyone out there. Uh, I think this was a really, really. Education. One last thing, dear listeners, mm. Janina wants you to write and to give us your opinion and send your ideas, thoughts, and questions to 5G Podcast at Ericsson.com. Please send us some emails, send us some love out there. And send us some love yeah. and, <laughs> and share with your friends. Yes, please. Thank you. And bye. Bye.